ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It is Wednesday, April 28th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can be a part of this program by calling the White Claw phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. White Claw Heart Seltzer made pure coming up today on the program. I don't know how to title him properly. He's got so many things going on right now. But Tom Bragg is going to join us here in the next few minutes. And recently, Tom made note of the fact that he is going to be taking over or launching on the 24-7 network. So I'm looking forward to what he's got in store for us. Uh, He is previously of HD Media. He's worked um, at the uh, Charleston Gazette. He has worked with the network of websites and news uh, outlet uh, that includes um, West Virginia Sports Now. So he's done a lot of things, and he covers the Thundering Herd. We will talk to him here in the next few minutes. I'm looking forward to um, having him on many, many times because uh, 24-7, of course, is going to be a specialty site for recruiting news as well. And so that'll be, uh, I'm sure, up his alley, his forte, and I'm looking forward to talking to him. So he's coming up here in the next few minutes. We will get your phone calls in, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. I'm sorry, I I sound a little somber today. Uh, Nick Verzellini, his final day is tomorrow on the program. It has been an absolute blast having him come in in studio and work with us uh, these last couple of semesters. So we're losing him. Uh, He gets to do the show all by himself tomorrow. He's done it before, so it's not like it's um, it's not like you're high trapeze. Yeah, you're you're not going to be on the high wire. You're not going to be without a net or anything. You've you've done this before, so you'll be doing that tomorrow. And you've got uh, coming up on the show tomorrow, Megan Smith Lyon. That's a big get. That's a big get. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I appreciate everything you've allowed me to do and uh starting in the fall with huntington games and now doing this it's been a lot of fun well i appreciate you doing uh, everything you've done for us and uh again don't want to get too somber here man I mean, it's not like i'm going to lose your phone number after a thursday but you'll be walking across the stage on saturday and one final act i want you to do on stage saturday you're going to see president gilbert right yes okay um i'm going to have some questions that i'm going to have you you're going to stop Right in the middle of commencement, you're going to stop and you're going to ask him some questions here. Take your recorder with you. That'll be your final act. Because we come to the realization that things change and President Gilbert making the announcement today, he's not going to seek an extension on his contract. He's going to step down as president in July of 2022. He sent this out first in an email message to students and employees. He said in the email that he had given the matter considerable thought and had decided to define the end point of his term as president of Marshall University. He also added in this email, for a variety of personal and professional reasons, I've informed the Board of Governors that I will not seek an extension of my current contract and will be stepping down from my position effective July 15th, 2022. So that, of course, makes me want to put on the tin hat here, start the speculation. Uh, And of course, it could be really just serious 
close to the vest reasons. He, he mentions personal and professional reasons. Maybe he feels like he's done everything he can do and he wants to move on to another challenge or you know, maybe there's some issues going on in his life. We don't know. And of course, there's the and it's hanging out there. And I have to mention it. It's hanging out there. There is the contract of Marshall Athletic Director Mike Hamrick that expires in June. So President Gilbert will be there to either shepherd the next contract of Mike Hamrick or the contract of the next athletic director. Mike Hamrick's been an athletic director since 2009. He is the longest tenured athletic director. He has been the AD longer than Cam Henderson. Let's put it this way. I worked at a different company when Mike Hamrick began as the athletic director. And so that's going to be a big question here. Does athletics have anything to do with this? Is there an underlying reason these are all conversation starters for you. What are your thoughts? You can find me on Twitter at Paul Swan. Of course, you can join the program later on. I'm kind of curious to see you know, what happens here over the next few months because we have to have some resolution soon. You know, Will Mike Hamrick get a contact extension? Will his contract be renewed and he'll become the athletic director for an even longer period? Or will he decide he doesn't want to be the athletic director anymore? Or will the Board of Governors, will the president decide they don't want to renew his contract anymore? I mean, there are so many variables right now. We don't know. And we're going to find out sooner than later. June is coming up. So that's going to be something that will have to be answered sooner than later. Or we're just going to find out one day, hey, athletic director's uh, contract not renewed. Searches begin. And that could be the final act of Jerome Gilbert. Or maybe there's something going on already because we haven't heard anything. And, of course, that leads to speculation because when you don't hear anything, you start to fill in the gaps. So we start filling in the gaps with, okay, you know, maybe they're just being quiet about this or maybe he's not going to get his contract renewed or maybe he doesn't want to get his contract renewed. And so he's going to step down on his own or – You know how the whole Doc Holliday issue went with Doc not getting his contract renewed and then the process, hiring a new football coach, you know, all of this could be part of this or it could mean nothing. So, again, we're filling in the blanks right now. So these are conversation starters for you, things that you can think about while we get set for our next guest. Uh, Tom Bragg is going to join us here shortly. We'll talk to him. We'll talk a little bit more about all of this uh, between the president not wanting to seek an extension on his contract. Will Mike Hamrick get his contract renewed? Later on, we'll have an update from the sports desk. Nick Verzellini with his golf update. He'll have that for us later on in the program. And, of course, we'll get your phone calls in, but that's coming up later. Uh, coming up next, however, is Tom Bragg. Uh, he is um, he is a jack-of-all-trades, and he is definitely a huge wrestling fan. So he is the HWF champion, as far as I'm concerned, the Herd Wrestling Federation champion. We'll talk to Tom when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. It is Wednesday, April 28th. Welcome back to The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I want to welcome to the program now 
He is the soon-to-be publisher of the soon-to-be-launched Marshall 24-7 sports site. Also, you know his work over the years. He has worked in countless positions for various newspapers, and he is also contributing for um, WV Sports Now. He does a lot of high school prep stuff. He's also the Herd Wrestling Federation champion. He is Tom Bragg. He's now with us on the program. Um, I didn't know what to call you. You have so many titles, Tom. I, I haven't beaten anybody for that title. That sounds like one you got to earn in the ring. Um, I mean, it's a new federation. I mean, do you have a tournament <laughs> plan? I mean, is there is there someone you would like to wrestle for that title? Ooh, no. I think you just got to take all comers and see who comes out on top. Okay. I mean, I'm thinking Coach Huff might cha- uh, challenge you, though, because uh, you two have bonded Ooh, quickly. I, th- I see us more as a tag team than, than opponents. We'd be on the same side of the ring. Okay, fair enough. Tom Bragg joins us. Like I said, so, you, far, so you, far, at least. <laughs> yes, yeah, so far. Dude, you have so many titles, man. You are, like I said, you're the jack of all trades here when it comes to covering things. I mean, you, you cover you cover it all. I don't know what you don't cover. <laughs> well, that speaks to uh, my ability to not hold down a job for very long, I guess. <laughs> no, I, I think it's a skill, man. You you know when to go to the next thing. And, of course, um, you, know, you can't keep a good man down. You are going to be the publisher now of the – Brand new. They're they're working on the paint as we speak here of the Marshall twenty four seven sports site. I'm excited for that because uh, I know what kind of content you produce. I know what kind of dedication you put into your work, and I think that just means uh, all around better coverage for the herd and for everybody involved. So congratulations to you on that. Thanks, man. I'm excited to to get it going. Uh, just kind of playing it day by day, just waiting on them to. Sort of give me the word that, that all systems are go. I mean, it's uh, I mean, it's obviously it's going to happen, but it's just a matter of time. We're uh, we're kind of low on the pecking order as far as the company twenty four seven is under the umbrella of CBS, which is under the umbrella of Viacom. So there's all kinds of, of lawyers involved when you got to get like copyright stuff approved. So it's just taking a little bit of time, but we'll be up soon, and we'll definitely uh, definitely let everybody know ahead of time when that's going to be. What's your focus? What's your goal for your site? You're um, you're going to be the publisher, so that means ultimately uh, you will be the the largest voice in the room if you bring people on. But what are you looking forward to providing fans? What do you want to do? Well, I mean, my personal goal. I don't want to be. Uh, well, I'd be completely, you know, upfront with everybody. I want, I want to make some money. I don't want to be one of those journalists that's that's poor and just laments the fact that oh, I dedicated my life to this career and I didn't make any money. I want to make some money, but to do that, you got to put a good product on the table and you got to make it something worth the fans' money. And that, I guess, in a nutshell, would be the goal. We got to put out good content. We got to put out things that people are going to going to be willing to pay for that that they aren't going to be able to get at other places and. You know, if, if we do a good job with that, if I do a good job with that and it expands to the point where, you know, hopefully you could bring more people on to kind of work under me, work with me, then, you know, you, you reevaluate and you kind of play to your skill set at that point. But, yeah, the, the goal is to make money. And like I said, to do that, you got to put good content out there. So that's that's what we want to do. We want to hit the ground running, have some good content going, coming out of spring ball with football, uh, lots going on with recruiting season about to heat up in June. That's uh, kind of the wheelhouse for the for the 24-7 sports network of sites, and we're definitely going to hit that hard. So June's going to be a big month for us, hopefully. 
What made you decide to, to pursue this? Um, you mentioned you've been uh, at a few uh, outlets and you've been covering sports in the state for a long time. While you, um, this will be on you. Everything you know that happens, yeah. it's going to be on your back. Was that the desire to have other than to make money? Obviously, yeah, because we, we all don't want to. We all would like to not well, starve. Well, you know, it kind of it kind of goes hand in hand, Paul, because you know you you've been around this sort of sports journalism, sports media industry long enough to know that. It's unless you're kind of toward the top of the of the food chain of whatever organization you're in, it's kind of hard to 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 be successful in in the way that that people want to be successful in this industry. So it kind of goes hand in hand. It was a marriage of convenience with me in twenty four seven. I wanted to get back into covering things full time and kind of have my own my own thumb on things, so to speak. And they they had an opening, I guess, an opportunity within uh, their network for somebody to step in and start covering Marshall. I'm here locally. I don't live in Huntington, but I'm in Cross Lane. So just, you know, two counties over, I can be from my doorstep to Edwards Stadium in about half an hour. So not too far away. We're going to have boots on the ground at all of the ball games, at all of the camps, at anything going on. We're going to try to be there. So really just looking forward to getting the ball rolling and, and like I said, hitting the ground running and trying to put out some, some unique content worth, worth people's money. Recruiting, you mentioned is going to be the wheelhouse there, but you, you've done features and other stories as well. So yeah. you, you're looking for a, a pretty good mix there. I mean, I'm sure you're just going to be churning out content as you have it, sure. but there's going to be a nice recruiting focus as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're going to be heavy on recruiting, but we'll also have the day-to-day news, uh, you know, what's going on when football season's going, you know, if, depending on what the access is, you, you do what you can with what you get, but you know, we'll have stuff throughout the week on, on what's going on with the football team for 2021 as we're also keeping an eye on recruiting. And then, you know, at that time of the year, you're also looking ahead to basketball, just using that as an example of, of what I kind of have in mind for what would be one of the busiest times of the year, things that you'll be able to find on our site. And, you know, with fall going, you'll also have Marshall's very successful soccer team going again in the fall. So it'll be, It'll be a lot, but that I welcome it. Let's go. Let's let's get on on the ball. Let's let's start doing this because, you know, we're we're all friends within the community of, of Marshall sports. But we've seen the number of people that that cover Marshall dwindle. So there's there's an opportunity for people to come in here and provide new content, provide things that that people maybe not necessarily stopped getting or but but just new angles on things new ways of looking at things you, you mentioned that i've kind of been a jack of all trades i've done a little bit of everything everywhere i've been i've worked on websites i've worked on podcasts videos uh creating daily content i've been a you know a beat writer for a division one football and basketball team i've got to vote for the heisman trophy i vote for the bullet award i've got i've got a lot of hats that i wear and, and i really look forward to to bringing that and bringing my my point of view to to coverage for marshall Look, I, I cherish that that Heisman vote. I have the one is at well, and I cherish that. I'm hanging on to that till they pry it out of my hands here, and I'm sure <laughs> you will how as it well. With me too. That's kind of how it happened with me too. <laughs> it's like, hey, we need someone to vote. You, uh, you're qualified. Will you do it? Yes, and I'm not letting go. Not, <laughs> yeah. I, I, if I have to come work for you to maintain that Heisman vote, I, I, I will do that. Tom Bragg's joining us. You can follow him on Twitter, by the way, at Tom Bragg Sports, and he's going to be launching soon the Marshall Twenty Four Seven Sports site. Is this just going to be the Marshall Twenty Four Seven Sports site, or you got a name for it yet, or is that still to be revealed? 
that's that's kind of what we're waiting on with with the copyright stuff. I think and that'll break some news. I think it's going to be heard twenty four seven, barring any any changes at the last minute coming coming from there in. But I think that's what it's going to be called. Just nice and simple. Heard twenty four seven. That's pretty cool and simple, and I'm, I'm sure um, it'll be easy to remember. And of course, you can um, yeah. follow Tom at, again at Tom Bragg Sports, so you'll be able to be the first ones to know when that site launches. Uh, and I'm sure you're chomping at the bit right now because recruiting's beginning. Recruiting is happening. It's starting. And you know, I'm sure what you're going to be talking about when you really get a chance to start publishing some story is what you think the herd's uh, main areas are. And you've seen so far. What Marshall has put together in the short term with Coach Huff getting here, he's trying to get off to a running start. Recruiting class, really not that big coming in, but in the future, you know, what are you anticipating they're going to need, and what do you see? It'll just be more of the same, I think. Marshall was was set up pretty well as as Coach Huff came in. It wasn't a situation. I draw, I draw parallels between a lot of what I what I expect this year as far as the process with Coach Huff and, and my experience covering uh, WVU up in Morgantown. I was there when Neil Brown came in. So And Neil Brown came in at a, at a pretty similar time in the recruiting cycle. So he faced a lot of the uphill battles as far as being able to build your first class kind of a few steps behind as far as timeline goes, at least. But for Huff, I think it'll be a little different because the first year you come in and COVID's going on and that kind of throws a wrench into everything, not just with on the recruiting end, but with your roster and with having everybody having that extra year of eligibility. So I think his focus will be just to, you know, keep the, keep the cupboards full. You've seen him go out. There's been offers to quarterbacks already. Several have actually accepted offers already, but those are just verbal commitments. Nothing on paper yet. Of course, um, just in the last few days, a, a tight end, a three-star tight end has not committed, but he said he's going to come in for a visit. And I think you're going to start seeing a lot more of that here in the next, next few weeks as, June opens up kind of a normal recruiting summer after so long of, of not normal with with everything with COVID going on. There's going to be camps. There's going to be visits. There's going to be kids on, on campus. And, and that's really going to open things up. And that's when we're really going to see maybe where the focus is as far as specifics go for, for the upcoming class and, and for the future as some of the younger kids start getting on campus too. And you've seen under Coach Hoff, he is the most social media savvy coach I've ever seen at Marshall across all all coaches of all time and he is taken to social media and he's owning it he is winning the social media battle right now and you see that when we see so many more interactions with recruits and people accepting i mean i I think the job almost does itself for you i mean you still you got to put the work in tom but yeah you you can sit back and just watch the twitter feed almost all day long if you have to oh oh yeah there's you you got to set up an alert (laughs) <laughs> for any time a guy like that tweets when you when you're covering him, um, similar thing you know when uh, not that not that Coach Huff is anything like Dana Holgerson, but I covered Dana Holgerson in the past. If that guy was going to say something on social media, you wanted to know for probably the opposite reasons of why you would want to know if Coach Huff is saying anything on on social media at this point. But yeah, you know it. There's a lot of content there, and, and like I said, it's uh, the time is kind of right for. You know, maybe maybe a, a new set of eyes, a new point of view as, as far as Marshall coverage goes, and that's 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 what I'm going to try to do, man. Joining us on the program, he is about to launch the brand-new 24-7 site covering Marshall. If all goes well on the legal side, it'll be heard 24-7. Tom Bragg, my guest, and 
Tom, you are very familiar with the local scene. You've covered high school athletics for a long time now, and there seems to be a nice focus on local talent. Uh, what do you think, um, well, better yet, who do you think that uh, some of the local names are that maybe could make that impact for Marshall? Oh, gosh. You know, guys on the roster right now, I, you know, look at a guy like Owen Porter, the linebacker, who was so good at Spring Valley, nearly won a, a, a state championship against Martinsburg by himself in that game with one arm, I believe. He was hurt in that game. And, and that was just kind of the epitome of, of what sort of kid he ended up being in college. You know, when you, you and I were both at the spring game, he maybe didn't have the most eye-popping stats on the day, but it seemed like any time there was a pile or any time there was a, you know, a ball carrier, someone with the ball, Owen Porter, if he wasn't making the tackle, he wasn't too far behind. You know, that's a guy that locally that stands out. And, you know, Grant Wells, the quarterback, you know, he's a, a local kid from GW. I remember when Grant Wells came into GW as a freshman and kind of had to battle for the quarterback job with a with an established kid, a kid that was there as and then was a senior, I believe, going into Grant Wells' freshman year. And, and you know, Grant came in and took that job from him, and, and it's just been all steam ahead for him really ever since. So, just off the top of my head, when you, when you talk about local guys making an impact for Marshall, you know, just look no further than Spring Valley and GW here within an hour, both ways of, of, of Huntington. Um, as far as guys that might be coming up, you know, there's there's a lot of talent in the Canal Valley right now, especially at South Charleston. Uh, they just had a guy, Dyke Lawton, was one of the top recruits in the state, certainly one of the top uh, defensive recruits in the in the region. He ended up at Cincinnati, but he's got a little brother who's maybe a little bit bigger and maybe a little bit faster than, than Mari Lawton. That's a kid that everybody is going to want. If, if you want to put a feather in your cap for local recruiting, if you're Charles Huff, that's a kid I would go after real big right now. Tom Bragg, my guest, he will be uh, launching soon the 24-7 site for Marshall. He is with us on the program, and you've I don't know if it's been challenging for you, but I'm going to ask you, uh, this last year with the pandemic and everything that's been going on and with the way recruiting has been, you know, what are the challenges for you? I know it's been challenging to recruit. What are the challenges for you as a journalist trying to follow the challenges for recruiting? Well, there's just, there's so much that you don't know. You don't get to get out and really see anybody face to face and not just recruits, but coaches, you know, uh, so much of this job is, is building relationships. And I think a lot of that is getting in a room with people and talking to them, even if it's, you know, in a press conference setting, if you're in a, in a room with, you know, four or five other journalists, at least you're there, you know, face to face with these people. So you, you start to build relationships that way. And, and having to do everything over zoom or re- remotely from outside of the stadium during games or, you know, when you when you talk to kids, a lot of kids are going to talk to you on the phone anyway. But but the local kids, you know, you, you don't get to talk to them as much anymore. You get to talk to the coaches maybe a little bit, but but you don't get to talk to the kids as much anymore. So it's just been for all of the hurdles that the coaches have had to face. It's you know we're having to deal with that too because if the coaches are not getting as much access and information, then there's just not as much access and information to go around. So you kind of really got to, got to dig deep for it. So it's, everybody's been kind of scrambling. I'm really looking forward to this summer as, as things kind of normalize, but it, it's going to be, it's going to be a big rush because everybody is going to want to want to hit that hard when, when the summer gets going. So it's going to be fun, but I anticipate it's going to be kind of wild west this summer with the, you know, trying to get around it and see all these recruits because everybody's going to want to get their name out there after the last year or so. Yeah, and also the transfer portal, it's having an impact, and 
it's definitely yeah. uh, going I, to change I the landscape. if we're going to see the pendulum swing back on the transfer portal, because you, I think what's going to happen is a lot of people are going to realize that you, know, you can put your name in the transfer portal. That doesn't mean somebody's going to come pick you up. It's not a ticket to, to you know, to just go somewhere else. Someone's got to want you. And there's going to be a lot of people that thought maybe the grass was greener on the other side. And I'm not talking about anybody specifically, just in general, because you see so many kids at so many schools in not just football, but basketball too. You, you're seeing the portal fill up and there's just not enough spots on rosters for, for these guys. And there's going to be some hard lessons learned about maybe the grass wasn't greener on the other side. So I wonder if that pendulum is going to swing back maybe towards what it used to be. Yeah, I think it's going to normalize out. I hope it does because right now you have to watch that. You have to watch it religiously. You you have to keep an eye on social media and everything. It's just this one more facet of, of being a coach now that's tough. And I think we've seen it more so in basketball, and that's going to be also something you cover on the website. Basketball oh, yeah. seems to be really right now. That's where we're going to find out how this thing goes here in the next few years. Uh, the results of basketball, because there are a lot of names in that portal right now. I don't know if uh, many of them are going to land new places because you know, some of these kids, sure, they're they're really high caliber talent. Like if you're Jared West, people are going to call you. But what if you're the eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh guy on the bench and you're not happy? Are they going to call you? Probably not. You know, and, and that's and that's the thing. You see, it, it helps to have relationships. A guy like Jansen Williams goes to Eastern Kentucky where A.W. Hamilton's the coach. And, you know, I'm sure your listeners don't need a, a history lesson on A.W. Hamilton's connections to Marshall. So, you know, for some guys, there's there's landing places out there, but not everybody has that situation. And like I said, I think some people are going to learn the hard way, especially with, you know, expanded rosters, everybody getting that extra year of eligibility. There's going to be people that, that maybe stick around that weren't going to stick around it. And well, there's a scholarship spot, you know, so it's going to be, it's going to be interesting basketball though, man, <laughs> basketball has always kind of been the wild west when it comes to uh, roster management and personnel and recruiting and throwing the transfer portal in there with, with all the loopholes and, and kind of workarounds that, that they're affording people. Now it's, I think basketball will be the thing that makes people, if it gets to that point, step back and go, whoa, maybe we should pull the reins on this a little bit and, and, and figure out what we're really doing here. Tom Bragg joins me on the program, soon launching the Marshall 24-7 site, and we're talking basketball. Uh, what's your impressions of Marshall's basketball signings, uh, trying to replace some players and try to reload it and at least get the team ready to go again? You know, What are your early impressions? Yeah, you know, um, with D'Antoni, it's never really been about bringing in impact freshmen, I guess, guys that are going to come in right away and play a ton of minutes. You know, as you as you watch the guys that have been really successful under Dan at Marshall, guys like John Elmore, guys like Jared West, as we, guys like Kinsey that we've seen come along, and maybe a guy like Andy Taylor, who will be a junior and is going to be one of the better players on Marshall's team next year. It's kind of a building process, so... You look for them to kind of fill in at the bottom, and then it becomes, well, who, who are going to be the guys that step up? I mentioned Andy Taylor. Kenzie, obviously, is, is going to be a leader of the team. You look at guys like David Early from Logan, um, uh, Obina, the kid, the kid from Chapmanville. Those are guys that, that were freshmen last year that got a lot of playing time, but were kind of role, role players on the team. And now there's some, some room for, for upward mobility within the roster. I think those are the guys that, that you look at that are going to be not necessarily new faces, but guys that are, that are seeing increased roles that are going to have 
a lot more on their shoulders this year, I guess would be a good way to put it. Tom Bragg with sense, us. Paul? I'm still here. I, I, does that, no, I said, does that make sense? Yeah, that does make sense. I mean, it makes sense. And you know, we st- still don't know what, what anything's going to look like, to be sure. quite honest with you, because yeah. you know, we haven't had an opportunity. You know, usually we kind of have some insights on the names that are coming in. And as you illustrated, you can't really get out there right now and talk to players and talk to kids and talk to coaches. So all I know is what the, the release says and, and kind of doing our own research with these uh, with these incoming players. But you're right. Uh, Dan has yeah, definitely I – mean, you, can, you, can, you can send them DMs or, or try to get them on the phone, but it's, it's not the same as walking up and shaking their hand and saying, hi, I'm Tom, I'm, I'm with – heard 24 seven. And, and like I said, building that relationship, it's just, it's, it's been a hurdle. I'll say. Heard 24 seven. the new 24 seven website is going to be covering thundering herd. Uh, what other things are you still going to be doing? Because of course you've got a, a great relationship with the folks at uh, WV sports. Now you have covered yeah. high school football. Yeah, I, gotta, I, I gotta give Props and, and, and shout out to the guys at, at Herd Sports now: Cody Nesper, Alan Saunders, uh, Mike Bukavan, uh, Mike Asty. Uh, those guys helped me out when when I needed to to find some work. There, I got in freelancing with them and, and really started helping out, taking on a kind of an increased role uh, behind the scenes with their site, doing a lot of editing, going to kind of helping out, like I said, just you know, general helping out behind the scenes, making sure all the uh, all the all the trains run on time. I guess would be one way to put it. And, and really got into it was an opportunity for me to to get into high school sports again, and that, and that was kind of the first love. That was the thing, you know. When I was a kid, I grew up going to Marshall games and going to Nitro High football games, and that's where I fell in love with football. So getting to go back out to, to places like Underwood Field and Nitro, going getting to go talk to guys like Billy Seals at at, at Hunnick and Brad Dingus down at down at Spring Valley, just some of my favorite coaches in the area. And West Virginia sports now gave me the opportunity to do that. Uh, it's going to be a little bit different for me going forward with them. It'll it'll be a, a reduced role, but I'm still going to try to help out where I can. I won't be doing anything with colleges with them. I, I'll, my total focus for colleges will be on Marshall and the 24/7 stuff. But when high school football season rolls around, I'll probably have some some analysis. Some I'll get out to some games. I'll, I've got a camera. I'll take some photos and get some photo galleries up so people can see who all's playing, who's got cool uniforms this year, stuff like that. Stuff I'm into at least. Uh, that's kind of where I'm at with that. But, yeah, they've been great. If, if you want to read about WVU and not be behind a paywall, you know, obviously the guys at the 24-7 site on WVU, um, Mike Saza, Chris Anderson, they do a great job. If you subscribe to our site, you'll also get access to theirs. But if you're looking for more on, on WVU or high school stuff, West Virginia Sports Now is, is a, an emerging kind of up-and-coming place, but they do a really good job over there. You gonna dabble in any of that stuff for the twenty four seven site, or you know, am I gonna get the uh, Tom Bragg wrestling update as well? Where can I get that? Oh, that's that's Twitter, Twitter <laughs> only, where where I put all of my best work. It's 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 a quite a collection. It's 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 a good level where you know because ever since I've uh, you've been covering Marshall again, and I've been talking to you again. I've watched more wrestling than I have in a long time. I think you have that influence. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I guess, you know, Coach Huff pointed out on one of the Zoom calls one time, I had my camera on, and in the background there's like a like a shelf where I've got a bunch of like memorabilia and collectibles and things like that, and there's a, a WWE belt up there with a John Cena towel on it, he spotted it immediately, <laughs> he liked it, and 
it seems like we talk about wrestling every time that, that we get together now, Paul, and I don't I don't hate it. It's Wednesday, so there's AEW tonight. I'm, that's my evening plans. I don't know about yours. Um, I'm going to join you. Not not right. Yeah, you know, not in the same room because of COVID. Obviously, sure, sure, sure. But yeah, you know, we're going to, of course, spiritually be there because, I mean, it is AEW. It is the hottest thing going on today. I mean, at least it's my favorite. I don't know if it's yours. It's mine. I'll put it this way. When they came to Charleston, I was still working at the, at the Charleston newspaper and covering WVU. And they came to Charleston on a Wednesday, and WVU played Baylor on a Thursday in Waco, Texas. So I went to the AEW show in Charleston, stayed up all night, didn't go to sleep, was in line at Yeager Airport the next morning to fly to Dallas so I could go to the game. And I was in line with all of the AEW wrestlers trying to get through security and get out of town the next morning. But I was at the game in, in Waco the next night. So, yeah, I'm was i I'm into AEW. I went out of my way, sacrificed sleep, drove across half of Texas, and was back in West Virginia 48 hours later just so that I could see the show when they came to town. Really into it. It's a lot of fun. Tom Bragg, you want AEW news? Follow him on Twitter, <laughs> at Tom Bragg Sports. Soon, if, soon as the herd slide is successful, AEW 24-7 will be the next site. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We, uh, well, you know, when they came to town, we broke some news on it. We got to talk to uh, several of the wrestlers. I, I did an interview with Cody Rhodes. I interviewed the Young Bucks. It was a, it was a lot of fun. So I don't know if you can come to me for for wrestling news, but I'm chock full of pro wrestling opinions. If you want to want to poke poke at the bear with a stick, sometime I'll, I'll give them to you. I'm expecting the podcast. You know, after the website gets launched, <laughs> I'm expecting the podcast, man. I'm sure that I can't. I can't get on a radio or on a phone or in front of a microphone for more than like 10 or 15 minutes without talking about wrestling. And I think we kind of hit that wall a few minutes ago. So here we are, and I'm sure the podcast will be the same way. Uh, I look forward to it. <laughs> hey, uh, I, I'm looking forward to as many times as you're willing to come back throughout the season and throughout the off season as well. I'm willing to have you back on because I'm excited for you. I, I Seriously. Uh, I want to tell everyone that uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what 24-7 sports looks like with you uh, at the helm for the Marshall site. I think it's fantastic. You hit it on it perfectly. There used to be a lot more of us trying to cover the herd. There's not that many of us now, so I'm hoping that uh, you are signaling that uh, we're going to have more people covering the herd, and and I'm excited for you. So uh, I don't know if anyone else is as excited for you as I am, but put me on the top of the list there. I really appreciate it, Paul. You've always been real good to me. You've given me this platform to come on and yammer on about wrestling and, and the new thing I got going on. And I just, yeah, man, anytime you want to have me on, we'll, we'll talk off air. Just give me a heads up, and I'm down, man. All right. Um, follow Tom on Twitter, at Tom Bragg Sports. Get ready for the 24-7 site. Brother, thank you, sir. We'll talk soon. Absolutely. Thanks, buddy. That is Tom Bragg. Uh, yeah, you should follow him on Twitter. He is uh, definitely a fun follow. And, of course, um, He's got a great balance you know, between all the sports news, the local sports news, and, of course, the, the wrestling coverage. Yeah, I haven't found that balance just yet. Paul Swan, your host. Nick Verzellini, our producer. Um, when we come back, Nick's going to have the golf update. Are you ready? You got the golf update, right? We got we to do it quick here. We went a little long with Tom, but that's okay. More on the way. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Don't worry. Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Our phone lines this hour brought to you by White Claw, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. 
Paul Swan, your host for today's edition of The Drive. Nick Berzellini, our producer. Today's is next to last day, his penultimate episode of the show. That's a big word and a proper word to use, penultimate. Uh, He's also got our golf update. He is on our sports desk with our Marshall Golf Update. Yeah, it was the best day of the week uh, for Marshall. But unfortunately, they did finish last overall in the tournament. But Will Schraub had a nice day. Uh, he shot a 4 under 68. And overall, um, a lot of the individuals did well. Tyler Jones finished the tournament tied for 13th. He shot a 70 today. Will Schraub, as I mentioned, a 68. Uh, Cameron Root shot a 74. Christian Boyd had a 73. And Hoffman, Matt Hoffman had a 74. So everybody played really well, and it was the best day of the tournament for Marshall. But unfortunately, that slow start, uh, shooting a team score of 308 on day one, really put them behind everybody else, and they couldn't dig themselves out of the hole. Okay, so unfortunately, that concludes the golf team season. Uh, some good individual performances there, but you're right. The hole that they they dug themselves uh, probably is what doomed them. Unfortunately, uh, it's over, but they got next season. Hopefully uh, next season will be a little bit better as we don't have to, I hope, deal with the pandemic as much. Uh, we've gone through it once now, and, and we're getting better through it. So, uh, again, not making excuses. Everybody had to deal with it. But that's where we stand with Marshall Golf, and um, appreciate uh, Coach coming on uh, last week to talk about it, and let's hope that he uh, has a good season next year and – we talked a lot of golf this week, haven't we? We made up for lost time. We made up for lost time. Um, yeah, I'm just pretty. I hate that for him. I, I guess. That's, guess what I'm trying to say is I hate that for him. So uh, not a good, uh, not a good finish for golf. Even though it was their best day, the uh, unfortunate nature of it is a uh, slow start kind of doomed them there. So we're going to take our final break. We did go over, so we got to hit that real quick. We'll come back. We will. Wrap it up with you here on ESPN 94.1 AM 930. Now back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We are wrapping it up, as we said. Welcome back to today's edition of The Drive, recapping what's happened today. Marshall University President Jerome Gilbert announcing not seeking an extension of his contract. He's going to step down as president. And when his contract expires in July of 2022, That means the Board of Governors will have to start the search, make the decision. You know, it's going to be a longer search. Uh, He's got several, several months to go before we even get to July 15th of 2022. Uh, Also, um, we've got, I guess we're going to be on extension or non-renewal watch because, again, uh, we're at that point now. We're getting close to will uh, Marshall renew the contract, extend the contract of Marshall Athletic Director Mike Hamrick. Will Mr. Hamrick uh, indicate that he doesn't want to um, be the athletic director anymore? He would like to maybe retire, step down, you know, or will the board go ahead and say, no, we're not going to renew you? We don't know. So, again, these are conversation starters for you. You can find me on Twitter, at Paul Swan. We'll find out. And, of course, uh, with what happened with Doc Holliday uh, several months ago, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen yet here. Is this going to be uh, something where Mr. Hamrick wants to continue the position and the Board of Governors agrees with him or he decides he doesn't want to? 
or will the board of governors decide they want to go in a different direction? New president, new athletic director, new coach. You never know. So all of these things are up for grabs. You can find me on Twitter at Paul Swan. You can find me on Facebook. We got a page. We got a group. You can find it all by searching The Drive with Paul Swan. I appreciate you following some or all of those social media platforms. And, of course, tomorrow, Nick Verzellini, the show is yours. The show is yours. You could, you could ruin the show in one day. You could elevate the show in one day. Um, you could do something in the middle. I don't know, but it's it's yours. You will have the final say of everything. And uh, I hope you have fun tomorrow. And it's uh, it's been a, it's been a, a real joy to to work with you. Graduations on Saturday. You get to walk across the stage, ask President Gilbert all the questions that we want answered as he chases you off with security from um, you know holding up the line. That'll be probably a highlight you'll never forget. Um, have fun tomorrow, man. I uh, hope you enjoy it. Yeah, looking forward to it. Appreciate you having me uh, through these last couple of months. Um, just remember the um, the next person stepping in after you. They got some. They got some shoes to fill, man. Just make sure make sure you set the bar real high, and then you you too can enter the pantheon of now Herald Dispatch writer Luke Creasy. I mean, look, he didn't even get class credit for this. And look where he's at now, right? You set the bar for greatness, Paul. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm, I'm hoping you're my uh, you're my next great hope. That's going to do it for this edition. For Nick, I'm Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in here on ESPN 94.1 at AM 930.